0: Hello and welcome to another Perusia podcast. I'm Shabal Rach, your host. And welcome to all those viewers and listeners, those across uh, the EWTN platforms, Asia Pacific, and those across the many other podcasting platforms. Uh, We're here every single week bringing you an inspirational story or a guest. Uh, Live in the studio with me now is a very good friend of mine and the author of a brand new book being just released, uh, The Architect Revealed, October 13. An office worker reveals... Uh, his story after being cursed by Freemasons. It's Edward Borogniak. He's a good friend of mine, and you may have known him uh, online with the story a Muslim taxi driver led me to church. Um, and from there, I remember hearing about it, obviously with my background and my Islamic background. But uh, we, I wanted to meet this man, and this was years ago, and then we met finally, and we had him on our podcast to share his testimony. It was moving, but now he's, he's written a book and I'm very honoured to have him in the studio with me. Um, I know him as Eddie. So Eddie, great to see you. Thank you for uh, joining us today.
1: Thanks for having me, it's been a real pleasure. And uh, I'm looking forward to talking more about the book.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, um, look, it, I might, I might um, share the fact that uh, what I'm blessed and, and, and honoured to have this opportunity with you is that recently, I mean, you've, you've been diagnosed with cancer. Um, and, and so you've been told by the doctors you've only got a limited time to live. Could, could you just tell us a bit about the update of your health status and where that's at and, and why this is a special opportunity for us to meet now?
1: Yeah, look, uh, I actually discovered I had the cancer about seven years ago, but the doctors did a great job. They, they cut it out um, and we were having ongoing tests. So for over six years I was cancer free and they've they effectively told me I was mm-hmm. cured. But um, about this time last year, I think it was about July, I uh, started to have some pain in my back. And I, I was lifting some heavy furniture, so I thought, okay, it's just a hurt back. But my, um, my local GP sent me for a scan, and um, they found that there's, there's lots of spots inside my pelvis, and it looked like cancer. So they did a uh, biopsy, and actually found that it was it was cancer. Mm-hmm. And, and would you believe it, it's actually the same cancer that I had all those years back that, that had come back. And uh, by this point it was all in my spine, my pelvis, uh, in my parts of my lungs, my shoulders, and it just continued to spread. But they, the doctors are real truthers, yeah. they are real fighters. They, they put me on chemotherapy, hormone uh, therapies, uh, radiation treatment, and a lot of it helped. A lot of it gave me more mobility and time with my kids. I've got three beautiful sons, I've, yeah. got, a, you know, live, I've got my mum. My I've got Lisa, so i had a lot of support, a lot of of, uh, help at home. But unfortunately, just recently, a few weeks ago, they found that um, I I started to have have some more symptoms and they they took out a sample of something called the cerebral uh, spinal fluid, CSF, and they found the cancer had split into there and they said the prognosis of that's not good. There's effectively now no cure from a medical point of view. Uh, so I've got a matter of weeks, maybe a month or, or, or so to live, according to the doctors. But uh, you know and I know Jesus can do all things, yes. but, um, but I'm completely accepting for what, 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 whatever that His will is. Yes. And um, yes. whether He chooses to take me now, whether He chooses to give me you know, more time, I'm perfectly you know, content and happy to do His will. In the meantime, we can offer sufferings up. So Man, well, I've been greatly inspired by saints like Saint Therese of Lisieux, yes. uh, young Saint Jacinta, and uh, you know, in, in the midst of all their sufferings, they were always offered sufferings up. And I don't do a good job as them, but you know, I do my best, and and um, and, and you know, I, I, I try to you know, do the, most, the best okay. I can each day.
0: God bless you. Praise God. And it's the one thing that struck me was, you know, you're at peace with this decision. You're at peace with 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 this, it seems that you, uh, and thank God, you know, your faith is, is the bedrock. Uh, you know, it's giving you the strength here, and, and and it's very inspiring for me personally just to see you accepting of, of this. Uh, many people will be very angry, uh, but you seem to be, at, you know, um, accepting whatever God's will is, and that's that's a beautiful place to be in. Um, so now, God bless you. We're praying for you, and and thank you for, for even you know, taking time in this time, in precious time right now. Um, we're praying for you and keep going.
1: Thanks, Jabel. Yeah, and I'm, I'm praying for you as well. Thank and, and you. And your mission here. I just, the first time I've been to the offices here, it's been an absolute blessing to see what you do in, 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 um, in, 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 in this new environment you've got. Yeah, thank you. And know, I, I keep praying that you, you get more support and, and you can keep evangelising and, and um, for, you, for you and your team and thank your family. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, if anyone's watching, please pray for our office here. We don't own it here. We, we are only temporary, um, you know, uh, I guess tenants here, but uh, we, we pray that we'll be able to stay here long term and the Sisters of Mercy who own the property are selling. So we pray uh, that uh, something will happen um, where we can somehow be able to remain here if, uh, if, there's, if God wills it. So please, yeah. God, that will happen. So please pray, viewers and those watching. <laughs> um, we, yeah, you, you did a, when we first met, we, we did interview you about your story. So we, those can watch that first interview uh, where we did it in the Voice of Charity Studios. And, you know, you touched on various things, it was, it was quite an eye-opening story and touched many people. But now you've written a book and, um, and just what, why, why this book? And, and, and I'm intrigued by the title, you know, I mean, The Architect Revealed. And then you've got this date, October 13, and, and then this link to Freemasonry. Can you, we never really touched on that in our first interview. Yeah. So, so why, why this book and why the title?
1: That's a great question, Sharple. <laughs> Because when I set out to write the book, I, 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 God, God inspired me to write a book. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not sure if I told you this in, in, the, in the first interview, but I actually met this man um, in the city. I was, uh, I was playing in Mary's Cathedral and I, I, one of my prayers was, you know, God, you know, what can I do? How can, how can I help? Yes. And I heard a little voice in my head said, go to the, go to the little shop in, in, in Mary's Cathedral. There's a little like a party shop. Mm buy some rosary beads, buy how to play the rosary card, put some money into it and put it in an envelope and give it to the first homeless person you see. And so I did. I bought a $1 rosary card, the best dollar I've ever spent, (laughs) bought rosary beads, put some money in there and I set out to find this homeless person. And I walked and walked and I found this man sitting on the corner of Hunter and Castle Ray Street, really down and out, no shoes, he was quite dirty and um, I thought this must be the man. So I sat with him for a bit and uh, he told me a bit of his story. He was actually a train driver but he got arthritis and they just sacked him. He said that he could have got treatment but they just sacked him. And um, he he, he lost his missus and uh, I think his best friend, uh, there's a story there that happened. Mm. He said to me, he said, something's just come over me like I have to pray. And uh, I thought, ah, this must be for you. So I took out the rosary beads, I gave it to him and I explained the rosary and I told him what happened to me. And um, at the end he goes, he goes Eddie, that's a really inspirational story. He said, you should write a book. Actually, he didn't know my name at the time. He said, you, it's in, it's, you should write a book. Anyway, um, it came time to part ways and I said, you know, what's your name? And he goes, Eddie. And I said, no way, that's my name too. <laughs> so we had a bit of a joke, you know, two words are better than one. Yes. And as I'm walking away from this man, I just felt this beautiful feeling come down from above, like this blessed feeling with my whole body. and know, I, I took the to a sign from God that He wants me to hand out rosary beads. So I went to um, Parramatta, I bought more rosary beads, giving them out to people. And but sure enough, it was coming. It was coming up to the feast day of uh, St. Mary with the Cross. So I uh, decided to go back to the city and, and hand out. You know, tell people just go go to the church because that's where I went to heal from fibro. Go to the church, pray, and you watch. Your prayer's be Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, the people I bump into, there's Ed, there's Ed, 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 Ed. and he, he said to me, he goes, he goes, Eddie, you can't just send people to go to his church to get healed. He goes, it doesn't work like that. And I said, you know, it happened to me. And he and he said, he goes, no, no. He goes, your story's a bit more like Ecclesiastes chapter three. For everything there's a season and a time for every matter under heaven. And I thought. Hmm. Well, the first time I met him, he doesn't, you know, you know to pray and he was quoting a scripture at me. Yeah. and, and <laughs> Anyway, I sat down with him and he, he, goes, he, goes, he goes, you should write a book. You should write a book. Again. And when, when he told me this, I felt that beautiful feeling go through me again. But I got confused the first time. I thought God was wanting me to have the rosary beads, but now I made the connection a bit slow sometimes. <laughs> and I, I thought, okay, I've got to write this book. And then he, um, at the end of the conversation, uh, I said, you know, what can I do for you? And he goes, he just, want, he just wanted hot chocolate. So I bought him my hot chocolate. And he said, if you need me again, I'll just be around. Like he just said, in this kind of mysterious way. Anyway, um, so then that, that was sort of my mission to, to, to start writing the book. How know? long ago was that? Oh, it was quite a few years ago now. Okay. It was quite a few years. I went to Father Peter. I told him what happened. Yep. And Father Peter said, um, "You can you can uh, you can write a story, but don't make the YouTube video just yet." Mm-hmm. And because uh, I always like writing it by Father Peter, just to yes, m- make good. sure make sure things. So I didn't I didn't write the book at, at that point, but I made a, a short YouTube video, which you can probably uh, see online. Even that was not done straight away. It was done with Father Peter's permission. What's that called?
0: The YouTube video.
1: Uh, Muslim taxi driver Send me to church. That's the one that made. Yeah, that's the, the one
0: that I remember watching. Yep.
1: Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, later on this same-sex marriage debate came and I just felt compelled I have to share share my story, you know. But then Father Peter gave me permission and I made a a video about that. Uh, So which was actually that video, that that was sort of the response. Yeah. And um, and when I shared it, I got most interesting interesting responses. Some some people loved it. Some people called me up and said, take the video off. you are going to get that I guess sometimes. Yes. But um so that anyway, that, that was sort of inspiration for that first, that first video. And um and Father Peter didn't give me permission at that point to write a book, so to to hold off. Uh, but then, then he did he did and I ended up writing a short story about the book, like okay. a like a ten, twenty page story. And I thought, okay, I ticked that box, i ticked the um the YouTube video, what's next? You know, mm. I, I thought that I've done God's will, what do I do now? And um and I had a few people interested in, you know, forming a relationship. If, if, you know, I was thinking about becoming maybe a, a, a friar. Um, oh, yeah. Father Peter said maybe become a deacon. So I had all these thoughts and mm. questions in my mind. And I met a priest in confession once, and he said you um, should do something called the discernment of uh, 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 there's a book called the Spiritual Exercises of Saint Ignatius of Loyola. And in that, in that book, there's a discernment process. Yes. And. Um, I decided to do it. And there's, there's two questions I had in my life. What do I do in my life? Like what state of life does God want me in? Mm-hmm. And, and what do I actually do? So, um, and, and it was very clear and I tried to do it as best I can, the prayers, I followed the instructions and so on. And for me at the end was, it was very clear, stay single and chaste, no more girlfriends, no more, uh, you know, just, just stay single and chaste. And what to do with my life was actually to pu- publish a proper book, you know, not, not just a, like a short story. Uh, and to make more uh, YouTube videos and to, to do good works. And so okay. so I, I did, I set out to do it. And and, um, and I thought initially when I out um, uh, to do the book, I'm, I'm, I'm a numbers man, you know, I'm not a writer. <laughs> I'm, I'm more into the numbers and I thought, okay, do some calculations. This is gonna take six months, you know, five, six, seven months. So I thought, okay, that'll be done. But it took a few months, more months than that.
0: But, but uh, was it close to a year in the end or?
1: In the end, it was more like more like six years. Six years. <laughs> I met a very <laughs> really holy uh, Franciscan friar called uh, Brother Dominic Lavac. Oh yes, he, li- yeah, he good lives. Man. he's he lives as a hermit now in Kandoyblen, and I had a, a, an man. opportunity to stay with him. Mm-hmm. And he said, eating a good spiritual book takes years to mature." Mm. And uh, I didn't know what that meant, but now I do. <laughs> wow, there you go. And um, but he he was a great inspiration. And the the title for video. Uh, sorry, for the book actually came from him. He he, he, was, he he was he was in prayer one day, and he comes out and goes, Eddie, I've got I've got the title for your book, and the, the book the title was, uh, The Architects Revealed, October yeah. 13, uh, and and, the, and, and this, Eddie and I we, we added on the, the last meeting as well.
0: Yeah, to give people context. Yeah, to give, you, you were an office worker and, office and how be. Freemasons uh, yeah. influenced you,
1: how, they, cursed yeah, you. how, how I was cursed and and so that was that's, that's the inspiration for the, for, the, for the title.
0: Okay, that's good to know.
1: And uh, the, the, the other conflict I had at the time was, what do I put in the book? You know, yeah. I had, um, you know I've got three lovely, beautiful children. You know, I've got my family. I've got my sister. I've got Lisa. You know, all these beautiful people in my life. And I didn't know what to put in. You know, one part of me wanted to put in all the dark places I was at to To give glory to God, to, to show people this is this is what He pulled me out of, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and hopefully inspire other people to who might have family members, you um, know, in, in that you know in that situation. Yes. Yeah.
0: It was. It's very powerful. I mean, I remember again encourage people to watch not only that video but the the podcast we did. But yeah, what what else? Uh, what was the other reason? And the,
1: the podcast was 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 yes. great. And um, yeah. So then, um. So the other reason was um uh, where do I finish you know how much do i cover so yeah. so, so so, ended up deciding yeah put all all all, all the, the background in there, including mm-hmm. the drug use, including how far I fell down and uh and also then go to all the good all, all the the the, up, the uplifting stuff you know what God's done afterwards but again, i wasn't one hundred percent sure exactly what you know how much do I put in yes. So then, I, then I, uh, met, I met one man who, who said to pray for the holy souls in purgatory and that they can obtain the great graces from God. So um, I did, I offered, I think it was, it's in the book, the exact number, I think it was something like 135 masses, and, wow. and I asked them to pray for my vocation. And Shabell, after he offered those masses, the most amazing thing happened. Anything I touched just worked out. You know, I, I'd give out miraculous matters beforehand and people look at it funny and now they're just taking it, thinking, wow, what's this? You know, putting it on. One man came up to me after Mass, he goes, Eddie, I just wanted to, you know, I went to confession and it's just changed my life. And I thought, oh, this is amazing. But then I realized, ah, the, the, the Mass is it's okay. God's, God's grace. has no, nothing, nothing to do with me. Wow. And then um, at the end of that, a week, or so, a week or so later, I was walking outside of St. Patrick, St. Patrick's Cathedral and I met this lady who I know, but she's talking Croatian, and I sort of my Croatian is not the best, but I kind so of you have
0: a Croatian background,
1: yeah. My yes. mum's mom, Croatian, my uh, dad's Slovenian, okay. And um, and she said, um, she she um, she's going to play, play offer these masses for this man 33 masses to be precise. But I just knew I have to do that for me, I, I just I just knew I just uh, uh. yes, so I go home, I offer 33 masses through eight of the church you need for me, for, for oh, yeah. and the intention was. Work. The intention was healing and reparation of sin. And the very next day, would you believe, I wrote the whole book in a day. The, like something I was struggling with for weeks. So each chapter had a header, a description of the chapter. And more than that, I had this, I guess you call it a gift, or, or, or a, God gave me the ability to remember things mm-hmm. that, that happened seven or eight years ago. Like exact, wow. exact words to conversations, as if we're just having it now. And, um, and I, then, then I, could see, I could see how my life fit together and I could see how, how Freemasonry had impacted my life and, and um, how I was invited to join the Freemasons and I could see the, the, the curses and I could see all, all, how everything, everything, you know, that, that was sort of the start of the fall of Eddie. But at the time I, I was completely oblivious to Freemasonry, you know, I, I just thought it was a, a group of men helping each other out and, yes, and so yeah. on. That's interesting,
0: Um, um, because this is important for us to know because we didn't really spend time on this in the first uh, interview uh, a few years ago, but this is important that what you're about to reveal, many people have, uh, you know, uh, different views about what Freemasonry is and some for whatever, you know, for some reason think it's just a community uh, connect, you know, what is it, business networking type thing or uh, way of uh, some sort of brotherly bond between uh, men, um, and typically men, but um, but yeah, your experience was very different and, uh, and it's interesting. A lot of people uh, what we want to do is shed some light here in this, in this hour uh, because um, it's personal what you've experienced. So I'd love to unpack more about this. So what so, happened next?
1: So what, I, I, won't, I won't share names or organisations or things like that, but basically what happened was, as part of my role in my, in my job, I was asked to investigate Um, certain type of uh, of business transactions that were going on. Mm -hmm. And I found some discrepancies, as you would do with these manual processes, there's always going to be errors and so on. But I found these errors were always paying too much uh, in terms of the way of commissions and so on. Which is a bit odd, but it is what it is. And so the more I investigated, the more I thought, if I could find the cause of the error, then I can improve the business process and save the company money and everyone's happy, you know, the business goes on. Yes. But in, 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 in investigating this work, um, I've got this file that connects um, certain people in the organisation to certain transactions and so on. And I found that the source of error, which has ended up being the millions and millions and millions of dollars, was all connected to the, the senior freemasons in, in, in the organisation. And, uh, and that just literally blew me off my seat you know, when I saw this. And, um,
0: were you familiar with uh, who the Freemasons were at the time? Like, was it, what was your understanding of what Freemasons were?
1: Well, they, funny enough, they actually invited me to join Freemasonry. Okay. Yeah, and, and the reason I didn't join was, I, firstly I didn't know anything about them. Yeah, yeah. And so I was asking questions to people I knew. And, and some people were saying, yeah, well, you know, why not? Some people didn't know. But the clincher was, um, was, was my local priest and I, I i someone prompted me to ask him and i and i was I wasn't a church girl at the time but oh, I, I went to i went to mass just to ask this question and so i when i when went to the priest, you know i, I guess offered offer, offer to 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 join Freemasonry. So, as soon as i said it he it looked like he was he had been into like a sour lemon, his face was, was like Whoa. <laughs> and I thought, this is not good <laughs> so um and he said, no, no, don't join, don't join. And, uh, and I, stuck, I stuck to it, you know, I took, I took his advice. Anyway, I told, the, I told the masons the next week at work, look, my, my priest said not to join, I'm not joining. And they'll, 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 you could tell they were disappointed. But pretty much straight away, my world my changed. So I was out of the job that was supporting them and, and, and now became part of this other team. Okay. But my first job in this, in this new job was to investigate these transactions and um, and the computer powering back then wasn't the best, but I had a powerful home PC, and you're actually allowed to use your home PC to do work, like work, okay. work on. And but I didn't, I didn't have these files, and you needed these massive files because I'm, I'm a number cruncher. But to get these files, I had to go out to certain offices to get access to certain people to t- to be able to get these these data. All, all above board or all, all part of the company policy, I'm allowed to do it and so on. And uh, when I started to play with the data, I couldn't find any patterns. It was just a, a sort of like a random mess of errors, until someone, I got a file that connected these, uh, these certain advisors to the, 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 end, the end amounts. And then as soon as I did a sort by errors and by these advisors, it was like, boom!" in my face. It was like, bang, 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 you know. And the, the, the overpayment payment was in the millions. And, and anyway. Wow. I wrote a board paper with with my boss. We presented it to the board, of, uh, subcommittees, to the board of directors, and um, and one by one, these the masons all left. They left the organisation. Um, nothing was ever done to them. They didn't take any uh, criminal activity against them or, or try to keep the money. They, and they still work like a, yeah yeah. They're still working in the in the highest paying um, uh, jobs in, in the Sydney insurance industry. Interesting. Which is which is inter- interesting yeah. and. Um, and the, the, and the company suffered, the policy holders suffered, because once you take out $20, $30 million out of their accounts, you know, it, it, they've got actual methods that sort of smooth losses over time, but when it's such a big amount, it's gonna impact the policy holders and- Yes. And um, anyway, that happened. And then um, towards the end of that period when they were all leaving, I woke up in the middle of the night with a, a nightmare, absolute nightmare, I woke up. And what I was doing was, in, in a nightmare, I was sitting above a King's Cross uh, strip club, injecting um, uh, street drugs with this lady I didn't know. And, and it was horrifying, because I, 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 that, that's not me, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that kind of thing. But there I was, it was almost like li- life, like as if I'm talking to you, I could mm. see it happening in front of me. And um, I woke up and I saw my young, young baby asleep, my wife was asleep, this is before the other two. Or maybe it was Alex just born. Yeah, we, we um, and then um, lo and behold, not not much later, I had a chance to um, uh, to what happened? I had a big work night, very drunk one night, and I had a I didn't know what temptation was back then, and you know it's always you can't blame temptation; it's always your decision that. Yeah. But, yes. But um, in the end, I, I was tempted heavily to go to, to King's Cross and, and seek out drugs. And this is how naive I was. I didn't know you could get drugs in the cross. And so I uh, found some drugs, tried some cocaine. Instead of having just a small amount, I inhaled the whole one gram in one go, not realizing it was you know, way too much. And, uh, and the next day I promised myself never again, you know, what am I doing? Yes. Uh, I'm a married father, I can't be doing this. But two weeks later, three weeks later, same thing happened drinking temptation to try drugs and this time the lady pulled out of, a, of her handbag a uh, syringe and i thought you know what if she needs a syringe is she diabetic or something I, I, I don't know and she said look i'm going to inject it you can do what you want but then when she said it i had this like lustful rage going through my body like looking back it was the devil sort of trying to rouse me up to try it know, anyway, I, I let her inject me with um uh, 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 uh cocaine and and that was the end of 80 I knew it. You know, it's such a powerful drug. And the, third, the next time I tried drugs was actually a mixture of heroin and cocaine mixed together, which they call a speedball. Much and more dangerous. Much more dangerous. Yeah. So my fourth my fourth attempt of at drugs was speedballs. And that just sort of, I just sort of fell in this cycle of drug use and I couldn't tell anyone. I was so embarrassed, you know, I was so like, wounded inside, like, like, this is not the idea I know. Like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. So I kept trying to stop doing it by myself, but, few weeks later fall back into it fall back into it
0: were you working um at the same company still were you
1: still still working yeah very functional getting awards yeah i was very
0: successful in your in your job
1: yeah i was probably well i wouldn't say the best but one of the top performers um, doing really well and um, at the same time they had this hidden habit of drugs and like in summer i used to wear long sleeves to cover up the track marks and all, all these horrible things you know it was very. It's just gut wrenching. Like I feel, to be honest, I feel really sorry for drug users. Yeah. Um, I've got a lot of compassion for them because no one wants to become a drug user. They they sort of fall into it by different different places.
0: And you sort of are trapped in- You get trapped. And become addicted or, or, or reliant on this and- Yeah, It's a spiral.
1: It's just, it's a spiral and then you, you- How long was this for? How many years, was it years or was it- Years, yeah. Started in 2011 was where I had the appendix op- operation, because it actually started with an appendix operation. Mm. I had, a, had an appendix operation, a week later I had a complication and I got rushed into emergency um, and the nurses gave me a, a uh, injection in my arm with morphine straight into the vein. And as soon as I injected it, I, I fell back in the pillow and I fell in love with this drug. And, and, um, mm. and so that, that was sort of the, that, that was the start of it. and um,
0: How did you get off it? How'd, what happened? To, to get you out of,
1: uh, out of that usage? Out of that usage, I, uh, I almost died a few times. People trying to take my life, uh, extortion attempts, mm-hmm. you name it. But on the end, what happened was um, I got the kick to the head. I got a kick in the head, I got a concussion.
0: A literal kick to the head. Yeah. yeah
1: so. <laughs> I, I was doing Jiu Jitsu, it, like, it was a massive bang. And um, looking back, God was godless waking me up, you know. Is giving me a second chance. We gave you many second chances. You are not
0: practicing your faith at all at this point. No, no. Heavy drug use.
1: Uh, Heavy drug use, but thanks be to God, my mum was praying for me. Mm. <laughs> she's got a big devotion to St. Anthony. She's um, she she, she, she was, she's got this magazine called St. Anthony's Messenger. She oh, writes a little prayer request to me. She's <laughs> been, and my, my auntie's a nun, a uh, Franciscan nun in Croatia. So oh, she, wow. she was praying for me, I'm sure. And uh, and and people at work were praying for me. You know, I really didn't realise that the man who worked across to me at work, he's a fervent practicing Catholic. And I remember I told him I did reiki, and he goes, "You're into that satanic stuff, aren't you?" And um, I didn't reiki, right? Yeah, I reiki.
0: remember you mentioned this before. Reiki is what is reiki? Reiki is know?
1: a type of laying of hands healing, uh, developed in Japan. Supposedly, you put your hands on someone. You don't touch him, but you can actually feel this heat coming off your hands. And uh, it's the place that he heals people. And so I thought, I, I like healing, you know, I'm gonna I'm, I'm become a Viking practitioner. But it's all demonic. It's all the demons who produce yeah. the effects, the heat. And, um, and unfortunately, the devil's very, very cunning, he's very deceptive, and he works through um, our senses, you know, he works through giving us these sensations or thoughts or, or things like that.
0: So it did have an impact on you, uh, you remember Experiences uh, during your Reiki yeah. treatment—do you call it—is a type of
1: yeah, re- re- Reiki. Um, yeah, yeah re- Reiki treatments—they call it Reiki. Um, yeah, it's like a different name, but, but yeah. Okay. But basically, yeah, through the sessions of Reiki, you uh, you experience things, and I was completely fooled into believing this is good and holy. And and I remember opening the Bible one day and seeing the apostles laying of hands. I thought, oh, that must be Reiki you are doing, you know. And so, so, so for Reiki business. And um, in the process of heading up the Reiki business, I, 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 was, I was inviting my friends to do Reiki on them. But then I had a really terrible experience one day. You know, I put my hands on them and I felt this evil energy just come into me. Like, I just knew this is not, this is not from God. Wow. And, um, and I, but I didn't know who to, who, 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 who to turn to, but I thought if God could hear that, that prayer in hospital after I got the anointing of the sick, um, I, I don't I was holding that, but, because when I was in hospital, I, uh, I was almost dead from the infections after, the, after all the operations. Cause and you had the kick
0: to the head, you had the heavy usage of drugs, and that was having a, a, a huge impact negatively on your health.
1: Negatively yeah. on my health. And then in hospital, I was almost dead from the infections. You know, the infections, were, my head was like this. Infection wow. Infections were leaking out of these holes and the doctors was said... Was that I'm, linked to the kick?
0: Or was that linked to something
1: else? It was linked to the infections I got after the op- operations. Yeah, yeah, okay. And um, I was almost deaf from these infections when a, a, a priest walked in my room. And <laughs> I, was, I was so excited to see the priest, I remember in this in his But on the other hand, I was quite scared because there's a priest coming to see you. And, <laughs> and uh, but what happened was um, he gave me the anointing the seek. He put these oils in my hands, my forehead, he said some prayers and he left. And after he left, I just felt this beautiful feeling come over me like I had to pray. And so I said a little prayer. Next morning I woke up, the rash was gone. Three days later, I'm home with mum. And I started telling everyone, I think God's wow. real. I think wow. he's real, I think he gave you prayers.
0: So you had not been practicing your faith at this point? Nothing. You had this experience?
1: had this experience. And you just
0: felt the urge to share that with people. This is real.
1: It was amazing, yeah. it was amazing. You know, I started to pray more, and he answered more prayers, And um And then, and then he, um, were you, still,
0: that, were you still were you still taking the drugs at this point? Or uh, were you still when no? I was in
1: hospital, I yeah, stopped. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was probably uh, uh, overdoing it on some of the endones and things like that in the hospital, but not 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 to the same degree. Okay. Was, and work?
0: Um, were you just time off work during this whole time? You still had your role at, at the job you at?
1: Yeah, I was actually changing jobs to, okay. to to work at a different company, but and I kept it open for me for a long time, so I'm very grateful for that. But but yeah, I, I, it, okay. I just. I just wanted to change. I just yeah. wanted to get out of the situation. At one point I wanted to join the French Front Legion. I just wanted to get out. Uh-huh. I wanted to just... That's hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> That's I just wanted to get out I Just because I could see my life spiralling down, you know, this abyss. Uh, are you married at this point, In, during this time? Yeah, I was married, yeah. yeah. had yeah. Yes, yeah. children? Children, yeah. That time. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, you know, I hurt a lot of people. I hurt my, hurt my wife, hurt my kids. But my, my my whole family, but, but were thanks, they
0: familiar with your lifestyle? No one knew. No, it was like a double life.
1: Double life. No one knew. Yeah. No one knew. But thanks be to God, God's helped heal our relationships. And uh, Really, He works in amazing ways. He really does. Like out of all the hurt that I caused people, He's helped you know, them forgive me. And, and, and it's wow. really amazing, amazing to see what God God's grace can do in our life. You know, once we turn to Him and say yes you Just keep saying yes, and he keeps blessing us.
0: (laughs) You know, this is all in your book. You've written this down, it's all in the book.
1: There's much more detail, yes. There's much more detail, um, and and it sort of it walks through the first part of the book is very much chronological, so you can read through it. The second half is more about topical, it's still almost chronological, but it's more focused on specific aspects of Freemasonry, yeah, why it's evil, why it's you know, you
0: did a lot of research in this area. Could you? Tell us about that. So, I mean, the title of the book, I mean, you're linking it clearly with Freemasonry. Um, can we unpack that a bit? Because I know uh, you've had, you know, many different supernatural experiences, but specifically with Freemasonry, what what inspired you to dive in deep, in a deep study about this topic?
1: It actually wasn't me. Okay. I had one chapter, which is in the... Well, it was going to be the shortest chapter, chapter 11. <laughs> And um, I just had one quote that I found online, it said um, something along the lines of that, that Freemasons worship Lucifer and so on. It's, a short, it's still a book, this yes. quote. But when it came time to edit the book, I wanted it to have footnotes so people can refer to these of books course. themselves. Like just and there
0: are plenty of those in this book. There's, plenty, plenty, yeah, there's yeah. plenty of
1: those. And I didn't want it to be, this is just Eddie's opinion. This is, you know, you want to research it, here the books, go look at yourself, here's the evidence. And um, anyway, the first quote I had was quite damning against freemasonry. And I thought, okay, that's done, tick, that's box done, Mm -hmm. until I try to find the source of this um, quote. And then it ended up being part of this uh, hoax called the Taxler Affair. Mm -hmm. And there's many um, sort of theories about where this came from, but it's quite obvious that it's been discredited and so on. So (laughs) the main source of my, my, I guess, retort against freemasonry in terms of that they, they worship Lucifer and so on, it was gone, it was gone, like, like the evidence was gone.
0: No evidence that they do that, wow. yeah, nothing in like, writing, no, I officially. Thought, <laughs> I
1: thought, what am I going to do now? <laughs> anyway, I, I, I started to pray, I started to pray and I prayed and I prayed and I begged God, please, show me the truth. And then I found one book, two books, three books, four books, five books, and I ended up going through over 200 books.
0: 200 books on the topic on of the Freemasonry. Topic. And it's just, there are that many books out there on this there's topic. A
1: lot. There's a lot. Wow. There's, and and also, also coincided with COVID. So I had all the ministries I was doing in Yes. and then all this time to, 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 to work on the book. And it's quite clear, you'll see this in the book with, with the quotes, um, and, and how it's not just one, because one thing Freemasons do, is they have this official, this is Freemasonry. But then they've got underlying this is what Freemasonry really is. But they So if anyone tries to point to, look, this is evil truth, they say, oh, no, that's just the opinion of a Freemason. That's not Freemasonry. But okay. once you get enough of these senior Freemasons all saying the same thing, it's quite obvious that this is what their true beliefs are. You
0: discover this through your research. Through research. Yeah, and the, re-
1: the research, research was really interesting. It was um the first book I read was called, uh, was by a guy called J.D. Bach, and uh, he, was, he just happens to be a footnote in a book by a Jesuit priest, and, and uh, which was, and the book was supported by Pope Leo XIII, who translated it and made it public in, in, in Rome. And um, I came across this, this footnote, and it just sort of struck me. You know, I, I read the book, but then I was inspired to read it again. Like God inspired me to read it again and again. And then I, and I thought, oh, this is how it works. And, and um, they, they hide a lot of how they write in these books to disguise the, to disguise the truth. And I go through this in a book. And, and they also go through the, this in their book, how they disguise the truth. Because if they, if they say, we've got a pentagram on the floor of the lodge, we've got a satanic statue, we worship the devil, people, they're, they're going to leave. They're not going to right. stay around. But yet yeah, this is what actually they happens. They have
0: these things. They have these things. And they're quite obviously there, but uh, you yeah. won't know unless you go in <laughs> or, yeah. or or have eyes to see.
1: And and or, they, they tell the junior members lies to tell them this is oh, this is called the blazing star, this is what this is what the three wise men followed. But later on you see, no, this is this is the star of Lucifer that they worship and, and, and all that. I'm
0: amazed at, yeah, there's a lot of religious symbolism in Freemasonry. For something that's supposed to be a I guess, a, a network of businessmen or, you know, some sort of corporate um, community-type scenario on the outside, you know? Uh, what's with all the religious symbolism?
1: So there's a few, few aspects of it. One, one is to disguise what they're writing in their books. So they'll use the name of our Lord, they'll use the name of God, they'll use the name of, of religious symbolism mm-hmm. to cover up what they're, what they're saying. Sometimes even in, 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 in the very same sentence, they'll they'll, they'll say, they'll call on on our Lord's name. So it confuses the reader to to sort of thinking, oh, this is good and holy, or this is, they're talking about my God, the one I worship in church. Mm. So there's sort of that aspect, but that gets unpacked by the masons themselves in in, in their writings. And I I covered this in, 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 in one of the sections. And the other aspect is their God is Lucifer. So when they talk about their God, it's actually loose or So when you're reading through it, if you just keep that in mind, then it makes much more sense.
0: Now, someone joining for the first time or early on would not make this connection. You know, no. Some would claim, no. hang on, I'm, 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 I go to church on Sunday or I go to the mosque or go to the, the synagogue. Um, they would not make that claim. Yeah. So uh, how do you make this claim?
1: So how do they do it? They they basically, they lie to junior members and, they, and they're, they're very obvious in how they do it. Mm. So in their books, like one of the, the senior masons is a guy called Pike, and he's got a book called Morals and Dogma, mm-hmm. which is sort of like their, their highest ranking book, I guess, in terms of their teachings and so on.
0: Written by them, this is them, what, promoting? Promote, promoting. Okay. And
1: in there, he goes through details oh. about the levels of deception and how they, how they fool people and, and so on. But from the outsider, the way they've written that book is, is quite deceptive because you just sort of skim through it without paying too much attention. But it's quite clear in that book that they worship Lucifer. It's actually got a quote in there and, um, and, and, other, and other, other books as well. But um, so so one yeah you know, one method they use is to call on our Lord's name, to confuse the reader, to believe that they're talking about the God they worship in their own religion, and also then to disguise what they're saying. So for example, another example would be they might start a paragraph saying, um, it's a pity for the need to conceal something. And then they'll talk about what they want to conceal. And then they say at the end of the the same paragraph, of course, what we just said is completely rubbish and it's not true and all that. But they sort of revealed the truth in a way that that Mason would, 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 uh, would attribute it to it. And there's two, there's two types of masons. Well, there's a few types, but two main types. There's the occult mason, who practices the occult, who believes in the devil, who believes in casting spells, black magic and so forth, which is a small number. And a lot of them are possessed by the devil. And there's, uh, there's another portion, which are good men trying to live good lives, completely oblivious to mm. what's happening. On would they
0: be the majority, would you think?
1: Yeah, by yeah. far, yeah. And that's all confirmed by Masons in writing the, these books. They, they actually call it out saying the majority are these, I think they call them breeding grounds to, to, to mm-hmm. pick out the, the occult Masons. And they get tested heavily. They get really tested, challenged. So if uh, they, if, what if type they,
0: of challenges would that be?
1: If they, if they reveal a, a hidden, hidden truth that they shouldn't do, yeah. so they mm-hmm. really have to yeah, be There trusted. is a
0: secrecy about Freemasonry. The, the, the Church has spoken against... Uh, many times in its past the secret societies and things like that. That's it's it's frowned upon We shouldn't be having any secrets so to speak like that. So that's a, a, that's a major point. Yeah
1: Yeah, so so um and um and there's yeah, there's different methods That's in the book and I've also got footnotes if people are interested they can refer to the other footnotes and get much more details Yeah, it's, it's,
0: I encourage your viewers to do that if they get the copy of this book would you would you say this book is almost like a a summary of, of uh, I guess, the the, f- the problems with Freemasonry, or a bit of a, hi- a bit of a, an insight to um, the history and the and, and what it what it's aiming to do. Can someone read your book and, and learn a lot about uh, the Freemason, um, I guess, agenda?
1: Yeah, good question. So the book is um, does touch on a bit of the history, a bit, mm. a bit about you know where they've come from, what they do, and so on. But I guess the biggest thing is what they're doing now, how they're, how they're destroying the Catholic Church, how they're going about corrupting people, corrupting priests, corrupting morals and so on. Wow. So there's a whole section about there. That's
0: a big claim because, uh, and I'd like to unpack that a bit, but you know, if they're not about religion, and it's a, the idea on the surface is all religions are equal, right. why single out the Catholic Church? Is that, in your research you've discovered that? That's is, it, that's it. Okay, yeah. please, please unpack that, why?
1: Yeah, so there's, a, there's a, so J.D. Bike writes a book called um, The Genius of Freemasonry and he goes through that in detail and he, he singles out the Catholic Church to be their, their arch enemy and he goes through the details of why, you know, exactly why and what they're doing about it. And there's other documents in there too, which some have been revealed through other Catholic books um, good, good Catholic authors, Jesuit priests and so on, endorsed by popes and so on, that, that speak about this is what they're doing, they're, they're trying to corrupt morals, they're trying to corrupt uh, the teachings of the church. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they, specifically, they want to get Catholics out of the state of grace. They want, uh, once they're out of the state of grace, you're sort of, you're you power, Yeah, powerless, exposed, exposed you're, exactly. You're, yeah. And, um, and, and, and and they try to bring in laws, so they try to stack State um, parliaments. In France, for example, I can't remember the exact statistics, it's in the book, but something like less than 1% of, of French people are Masons, but yet 35% or so of parliament members are Masons. And they've got, a, they've got an official group in there who, who collate or, or gather, I guess, these Masons to, to vote in their views as Freemasons against their party lines to get things over the line. And they specifically talk about, you know, same-sex marriage and, and things like that. So recent examples of, wow. of, of, uh, of pushing these, 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 these demonic laws through.
0: Would you say, yeah, was, was there an uh, organised effort here? Organised, uh, or intentional. organised. It organized. seemed certainly, I mean, over the last at least decade, if not decades, um, we're seeing big issues. That, you know, I mean, we had the whole marriage debate, and the plebiscite there, but there was also... Um, you know we 've had debates I mean uh, abortion from years ago um and it 's interesting here we are this year celebrating this side of Roe v Wade now being turned over but but how we have abortion and 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 then uh, other laws on on what redefining marriage and now euthanasia is another big one and there 's all these other laws now just on uh the freedom of religion and that 's been under attack right now but yeah. interesting uh, it 's sort of like all the efforts on these individual t- topics it 's not like Scattered. It's very organised and very deliberate and very strategic, isn't it?
1: And, and and interesting. What I found in the book as well is, is how it's organised. Mm. How it's organised. So one of the aims of Freemasonry, the spiritual aims, is to become possessed by the devil. So um, wow. and 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 and, and they basically not not all do, but they basically they become satanic saints. And so they so through meditation they they'll, they'll communicate through the devil or devil communicates to them and tells them what to do, gives them instructions.
0: Again, not everyone. This is... Because again, the majority would probably disagree with that. Oh, However, this...
1: A far, far majority. I would say even 95%. Wow. So it's a, a select few that go to this level. A select level. And okay. they've, got, they've got rituals in place. They've got... Um, it's, they've got three methods of, of achieving that demonic possession. And that, that's covered in the book, including okay. um, how, how the devil leads them into it. Because it's the devil. The devil ultimately pushes certain nations into that into that category, or in, in, into that direction. Not all, say yes, wow. but
0: Satan's been at work uh, since the beginning of time, hasn't he? And since, yeah. still is today. He is the one enemy, really. We don't have uh, various enemies; it's just Satan ultimately, and it's he's Satan. the one influencing a lot of the darkness in the world today. And, and this is one example.
1: This is one example. Yeah, yeah. Wow. and it's it's it, it, it's um. And so, so then you've got also, um, so you've got, you've got that part at work. Uh, and then you've, got, um, then you've got those same Masons leading other Masons to follow them, but unbe- unbeknownst to them. So they've got secret handshakes, code works, and so forth. They, they do favours to each other. So they might say, look, just wait for this, and what, you know, you'll get something out of it, or whatever. Some
0: material gain?
1: Some, some gain okay. or something, yeah. or, or maybe a, a political gain, mm. maybe a promotion or something. But they, they don't know like where this is coming from. They just say, okay, I'm going to vote for same-sex marriage, or I'm going to vote for this, I'm going to vote for that. And there's that, that uh, unfortunately, the, yeah, who's behind it is, is the devil pushing it. But there's good news. There's good news. Mm. So the good news is, is Our Lady. Our Lady is the good news. She, she um, at Fatima, she, she uh, singled out communism, but she mm. never said communism. She said the errors of Russia. Yeah, that's right. And uh, and she gave us says so that, that was one enemy vehicle released by Satan to destroy the church, and she gave us the means to destroy it: consecration, fight, the the first Saturday devotions, and and, and so on. Now. Um, She's now revealed, there's a second enemy vehicle released by Satan to, 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 to destroy the church, which is mainstream. But she didn't leave us defenceless. She didn't leave us defenceless. But
0: when, when did she reveal that? Where do you make okay. that claim? Okay, so good, good,
1: good question, good question. So, the way that it was revealed to me was, because it wasn't all revealed at once, <laughs> it was no. sort of in stages. The first time was after I offered those 33 masses, and I could write quite clearly about how Freemasonry had impacted my life. Not long after that, I was shown when I joined the Legion of Mary as an auxiliary member, uh, I was revealed more then, and uh, and over time, where I could see the connection between uh, Freemasonry and Fatima. For example, I could see how Fatima was, a, I guess a, a prefigurement. So Guadalupe, for example, was yeah. a, 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 a a prefigurement to to Fatima. So, okay. so Guadalupe, you've got Our Lady, yes. and a great port in the heavens, but she wasn't in the heavens; it was on the tumour. Yes. <laughs> so you've got you got the the sun. Yes. you got, got the she's standing on the moon. Yes. And so what that Fatima is is we, we obviously you see the big dancing sun behind her. And the moon, she's standing, is the, she's on the moon of the 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 Mohammedans, the, yeah, the, the crescent yeah. moon, and um, and and we we've also again got now, okay, so Fatima is, is 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 in history, it's cemented down, the 13th of October, it's a great miracle of the empty sun, yeah. uh, and and God's God's timing's perfect because you look at the timing of when communism came. When she revealed the communists, as, well, the events of Russia, there was no problem in, in Russia you know, until until the, the the revolution happened and so on. Then it was quite clear. Ah, oh, this is this is what about she was,
0: that same time.
1: About sure. the same time. Yeah, interesting. Now, so Maximilian Cavy, in that same year, he that was actually the bicentenary of the Freemasonry of modern Freemasonry was was, um, oh, well. was 1917, and uh, there's more evidence in the book with probably the 13th years before that, but. But um, to, 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 get to, to get to the sort the, of the end of it. Yes. Um, so so Maximilian Covey, he started the Militia Immaculata as a response. Saying, you know, we, we can't just sit there and do nothing. Let's pray, we'll pray for them. So the main thing is to pray, make sacrifices, pray for the conversion of, of Masons and, uh, and other things. And um, so with Saint Maximilian Covey, he, he started this, uh, this, this group Called the Militia Immaculata exactly three days after the the day of the Dancing Sun, so the sixteenth, wow. the sixteenth of <laughs> October. So the weapon, the weapon to destroy Freemasonry, is the Militia Immaculata. But why, why the thirteenth of October? Why, why, why did our Lady pick that day? You know, why not the fifteenth or the twelfth or, yeah. or? It's because um, the, the 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 Freemasons strongly believe in, in that. Uh, in the, the the Knights templar i don't know if you're familiar with the Knights templar
0: I heard of them yeah heard history,
1: of them? yep. they believe that they they were unfairly taken down and the 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 raids actually happened on the 13th of october black black in a day so that was the, sort of the start of the end of the Knights templar and so mm-hmm. um, and so the 13th, 13th of october is sort of the, the beginning of the end of of modern freemasonry so Wow. So, um, so a lady is working through, <laughs> through history, working through th- this time frame. And, um, and, and, and our job is to join the militia, to join the militia and to, and to, to follow a lady and, to, and to, do, to do the will of God. Wow. But so the, the, our job is to join, get involved, and our lady does the rest. She'll, she'll provide the grace. Let's that she talk ends.
0: about that. So, what's, what's involved, what the militia, so what's this, a group of, of people? Um, following Our Lady or consecrated to Our Lady, what what do you do in
1: this? Basically, the militia is is um, sort of like in times of war where yeah. a group of people come out, get called to to uh, to, to fight, like okay. like, like an organised army, more more unorganised.
0: Okay,
1: and uh, you might have the Legion of Mary, which is much more organised, in legions and structured meetings and so on. The militia are a bit more unorganised. <laughs> <laughs> But basically, it's, it's, it's a call for prayer, sacrifice, distribute the miraculous medals, and they've got a they've got like a, a short rule they follow. Okay. Um, but the end, the end goal, the, the, one of the aims of it, is to destroy Freemasonry, and, and this is all going back from day dot with some excommunicate, wow. and and, um, and they do they do, they do good works, they, you know, they feed the poor and and, and so on. Wow. But but, um, but but the, but the to, to, you, you basically have to be Catholic. Yep. You consecrate yourself to Our Lady. Yeah. Uh, you, you, there's a daily prayer you say, you have to, you have to get involved into, into the militia, which is a, 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 a quite a straightforward process. Okay. I, I think in Sydney, they, they do it through the the um, Holy Instance up at, at uh, oh, Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a global movement, it's a global thing. there is a,
0: a, a group um, in, a, in Sydney uh, that
1: you, you're, you're a part of. Yes, yeah, so the, the, the group I'm a part of, it's called the Knights of the Immaculata. Yes. So, so we we immerse ourselves in doing good works. We have the evangelization, helping the homeless, um, praying for the Holy Souls in Purgatory, all, all different events. We, we are, right. We're a small group, but we get together regularly. We, we organise upcoming events. Sometimes we um, we get called on by priests to help venerate relics or. Hmm. Uh, we just immerse ourselves as best we can yeah, to, do, to, do, to do God's work.
0: Some good people there, yeah. Michael Abid and others Michael, doing yeah, great work. Michael, Alex, Dwayne, is a, Dwayne, yeah, the yeah,
1: champion. There's a, is a good group. great team of people. Good, But, but um, I think, I think you know, this is going to spread big time. The, we show, not just our group, but I think it's going to spread. Huh. You know, it's, how it's interesting.
0: People. I think I shared with you off-air, um, just yesterday, just yesterday, out of the blue, a friend of mine, a retired priest, said just called me to say, have you joined the Knights of the Immaculata? And I said, no, I haven't. Not, not formally, anyway. I'm familiar with them. And he said, yeah, I think we need to uh, promote this and, and grow it and look at this the day after. Here we are talking about <laughs> it. And uh, yeah, just amazing. Interest- no coincidences here.
1: God, something's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: how do, how, so if people want to know about that, how, where do they go for that? Is there, is it, where could you direct them?
1: Um, there's a, there's a, a Franciscan friar yep. called Vada uh, uh, Lui. I think he's based in Melbourne, Melbourne now, but okay. you can you can always approach the the at at, at, um, at Kellyville, and, okay. and, and they'll they'll have a, they'll send you like an enrolment form, give you some history, and. Um, and you can use either consecration, you, you can use the consecration written by St. Maximin and Colby, yep. or some people prefer the 33-day consecration by St. Louis de Montfort. Uh, yes, yes. They're e- both equally, uh, as, you, know, you, can, Excellent. you can choose which one.
0: We, we Yeah, we do distribute those uh, books of St. Louis de Montfort's consecration, but yeah, I'd like to find out more about St. Maximin and Colby's one too. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Uh, let's, we'll promote that, um, that's important. Uh, so the Our Lady of the Rosary uh, Catholic Church in Killerville have the friars that are based there, it's a, which is in northwest Sydney. Yeah. Um, people can just go on, get in touch with the friars, and just ask, "I want to join the Knights of the Immaculate, and yes. then, uh, they could direct you. They can direct. Them, okay, yeah. very yeah. good, very good. Let's let's try do that. You know, encourage people to do that. Yeah,
1: definitely. And the one thing is, is to just make sure you're enrolled in the official enrolment, um, okay. like booklet, which is straightforward. That once it, once you're full of form, you fill the form, you get enrolled. And All right, excellent. Then that. this is
0: separate to the Legion of Mary. This separate, is separate. separate again. So Which can, Legion it, of Mary, grab a shout out for that, join that. Jo- Legion of Mary doing jo- amazing jo- work. Join both. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I, I joined both. Excellent.
1: Different work, both extremely rewarding. Wow. It's, um, the Legion and of Mary, do door knocking. It's amazing the conversations yes. you have with people. Because what they, they're very much structured. They've got the frontline people who go knocking on doors, evangelising. Then some people aren't called to that. They mm. they they become prayer warriors. So yes. they're praying for the people who go out. Wow! And um, I, I've experienced some amazing conversations and and graces come God. through that thing. I God. mean,
0: I have to do a shout out. I mean, I notice you're wearing the Miraculous Medal as well, and uh, many thousands and thousands. I think it's in the hundreds of thousands now, just in, in Australia alone, of people who've been enrolled uh, having the Miraculous Medal. I have to say thank is in Australia right now, Father um, Joseph McShane who used to give talks and, and he's part of the Francisca Friars of the Immaculata. Yeah, so they have a fourth yeah. vow to Our Lady and, 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 and great. And now Tony Matter in Sydney is doing great work uh, making them yeah. and distributing them in the masses. Uh, so we might get him on the show to talk about that as well. So yeah, that'd
1: be great. Tony, Tony does great work. Now,
0: um, Eddie, uh, if w- we're running out of time, but uh, I'd love to just maybe in closing here. Who, you've written the book. Uh, we're very excited that this is going to get out there. Shed some light on this very uh, important topic, but most importantly, I mean how God has worked in your life and and your your new creation, as we say. Your final message, I guess, to those watching this and those encouragement who who needs to read this book. Why should they read this book? And what's your goal with it?
1: Look, one thing I want to tell people is is, is uh, God loves you. He loves you more than you can imagine. One thing I was shown as part of my um, conversion experience was. God loves everyone on this planet. He really does. It's a burning love we, 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 we don't understand. Um, but, but He wants us to love Him back. You know, He wants us to say yes. And and this book, it's got a clear call to action. You'll see in, in the last chapter, it's a clear call to action. And, and I encourage everyone to read the book and, and to say yes. Say yes to that, to, to the calling and to keep saying yes. To keep saying yes, you know. Even though you're busy, even though you've got a lot of things on, God's got this amazing ability. Once you say yes, He clears the path. He does really clear the path. He, makes, he gives you extra time. <laughs> he might get rid of something that's not really useful in your life, but He, he just keeps saying yes to God, him with all your heart, and do your best. You know, and, and, he, um, and, and he'll get, He's got a place for every single person in heaven. He, he wants us to get there, but we have to cooperate with that grace. We can't just sit back, watch TV, and, and you know. But uh, once we say yes to God, He sees that yes, and He comes running towards us, and He just keeps saying yes. That's, my, that's the best advice I can give. But, Very well said. But, but I hope you enjoyed the book, and um, yeah, may, may God bless you all, and, and thanks, Shabir, for having me on the on the show.
0: Now, thank you for joining us. Now, God bless you, praying. And it's my wish we're going to pray pray for healing. Um, look, we don't know, um, as you said, uh, the doctors have given you like uh, barely a month to live, but. Uh, I hope it's long, longer than that, and you're still with us at the launch of the book. But if if you're not, I'll be praying for you. So pray, think of us when you're up there looking down on, on us uh, and praying for us. We're praying for you. And, Thanks, Sabell. Um, and thank you, everyone. Thank you, Eddie. God bless you. God bless um, you, see, And thank you, everyone, for watching. us. another Perusia Podcast. I hope you were touched by this. Very, um, you know, it's, it's a hard-hitting topic and Freemasonry, and uh, we've got many resources on this topic. But call to action, as you heard today, get the book. Um, uh, and, and order it today. It's on our website, perusiamedia.com and, and get a copy for yourself or for friends. Educate yourself about it, um, but ultimately what is it showing the power of God in this man's life and, and the power of God, what he can do in your life. So thanks again. Until next time, God bless.